0: Hey, dorks. Just a quick message reminding you to head over to twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast and give us a follow. We live stream when we record our new podcast episodes and we're live streaming video game sessions on Saturday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. We're playing super rad stuff like Among Us, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, Jackbox Games, and Tabletop Simulator. Come hang out and play along with us. That's twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. Mind Gap Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to Mind Gap Podcast, I'm Doug. I'm Justin, and joining us this week a very special guest coming all the way from Libsyn. uh, Please welcome Rob Walsh. Thanks for having me. So glad to have you here. Uh, So exciting because, as you probably know, uh, we
1: use Libsyn, and we love it. (laughs) Libsyn switching over to Libsyn was legitimately one of the best decisions we made as a podcast, and I'm not saying that just to kiss your ass. You,
2: you, you just like the little uh, soapy. Emoticons.
1: That's that's it.
2: <laughs> it's very true. Yeah, yeah, they have
1: their little uh, emoticon uh, that when you log in, they cosplay with him, and that has given me endless endless entertainment over the years.
0: For sure,
2: yeah. So and we in, internally we like always are throwing out ideas. We're looking on calendars like, what's today? International, you know, uh, Build a Bear Day. Okay, Could we do a cosplay? <laughs>
1: <laughs> How long does it take for them to whip? Like, if you guys find one, can they do it same day? Oh yeah,
2: the guy that creates them, yeah. uh, he does them pretty quickly, yeah, so he'll come up with some of them pretty fast.
1: That's so cool. That's
0: impressive. That's uh, that's a world I respect, because uh, that's the kind of little Easter eggs I love throwing in and, and just about anything I can do, so kudos! That's so exciting. Um, we got a lot of great stuff to talk about, but before we do, a little bit of housekeeping. First things first, if you don't already, please uh, check us out on Spotify. We are every else, everywhere else you find your podcast, but don't forget to like and follow us on Spotify. Second, please check out our Discord server. Head on over to twitch.tv slash podcast. Down in the About section, you'll find a little button that says Discord. Click on that. Come join our MindGap family. Uh, we post a bunch of silly memes. Uh, we chat with each other, and we set up game nights. We have looking for group channels and... I say it every week, but I just love having a group of people to play games with. I never had that, and now I do, and it's the best. So come join us. Uh, next up, don't forget to check out MindGap merch at Redbubble.com. Head on over there, type in Mind Gap podcast. You'll find the classic Mind Gap logo as well as the uh, wonderful, beautiful, cute little ghost uh, logo that says "I will haunt your butt." A classic one that you can have on just about any t-shirt, sweatshirt. If you want a painting of it, you can have that too. It's worth it. Support the podcast. Get something cool in the meantime. And last but not least, uh, we stream our episodes live on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Central. And also, Saturday nights, we do a live video game stream at twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. And uh, I got to remember, we're doing... What do we got going on? I haven't decided yet what we're going to be playing. Uh, yeah, you said going to be a solo shot. I think it'll be a solo show, so we'll have to see what I feel like doing. But uh, come check it out. Hang out with us. Hang out with me. We're usually doing some silly stuff, playing some silly games, and uh, we have a good time. That's twitch.tv slash Podcasts. And with that, all of our stuff is, uh, is done. And now we turn to Rob. Rob, my friend, thank you again for joining us. Um, and what I love most about your title is vp of podcaster relations that is such a cool title what what is it what do you do and how do you bring joy to this world
2: my job is what i'm doing right now talking <laughs> <laughs> to podcasts oh, this is, this cool is, is that? my job i mean what, what kind of a job is that um <laughs> That really is it. And then part of it is the other part of it's. Uh, I try to help bring the destinations that we have. So you may have heard recently we added Samsung. Do you guys want to be on Samsung? Email. Yes. Uh, sure.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so we'll get you on Samsung podcast, which is just, they just launched that this month. So that's exciting. So that's part of my job is to help podcasters get their content out everywhere.
0: That's so amazing. And so helpful. Okay. Cause it is, uh, it's a, uh, it's, it's a, What's the word I'm thinking of? Justin, I didn't do my book.
1: There we go. It's a slog sometimes to to, to cut through all of the stuff that's out there. It is really hard to get noticed. So people who do that uh, is you're doing the Lord's work is what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so
2: here, here, here's a, a day in the life of a VP of podcast relations yeah what's that I, like? I might get a call from Chris Shiflet from the Foo Fighters asking about his account um and, and then uh, and then you know then I talked to uh the actor who did the voice from um uh, uh, Ana- excuse me, uh Obi-Wan Kenobi from the Clone Wars which then he, he I got to talk with him and then he sent in a, a recording to my son Porter saying, hey, Porter, make sure you eat your vegetables in Obi-Wan's voice. So then I become cool dad.
0: That's amazing. That is so cool. Yeah.
2: And then and then I get a call from Louis Anderson every now and then. He'll call.
1: <laughs> oh, my so, God. Do you need an assistant? Because I will do it for free. Okay. It,
2: it, it, it's a really cool job. We have some really, there's a really, you know, it's the best part. Some of these people are really cool. I mean, they're really fun. Yeah. People, I mean, Chris Schifflit's calling me, he's on the side of the soccer field with his kid and he's talking about podcasting and, and this is like so the, great, the great, one of the greatest bands of all time. In, in, yes. Yeah. So it's, so it's fun. Um, I think maybe the, my, my favorite phone call time though, was Joe Rogan. <laughs> oh, now you're
1: talking Doug's <laughs> Okay. Tell guy. me, tell me more.
2: <laughs> so, so, so this was, so I, I friend of mine, uh, this is when Joe first launched his show. Uh, he said, Hey, you have to go listen to Joe's show today. He, he's complaining about where he's hosting. So I go and I listen and Joe's complaining. Hey, sorry, the show's not getting out. So I send it, I find an email. I send an email off to him. And I said, Hey, we're, I'm with Libsyn. We host Mark Mair and a few other comedians. I go, you may have heard of, would love to help you out. 15 minutes later, my phone rings and I pick it up. And I'm like, hello. And he goes, Hey, this is Joe. I'm like, Joe who? He goes, Joe Rogan. And I'm like, Oh, well, I'm like, I, I didn't think you would call. I thought you'd have like an assistance call. He goes, no. He goes, I'm a geek. He goes, I, he goes, I, I do all this myself. So this is when he was launched. Sure. In the early days, yes. he was doing it, and he's telling me how he created. He was the first comedian with his own website, and and all of that stuff. So Joe, Joe's a cool guy. That's so really really cool. Although now he's on Spotify. Only.
0: <laughs> yeah, which I gotta right. say, once won, that won, happened, won. I, I actually heard a lot of people just say like, ah, because I don't have Spotify because I don't like Spotify and their practices towards artists. So I'm kind of like, I don't really like listening to them. Um, But uh, I think that's really cool because I mean, podcasting, you know, it's such an interesting medium, right? It's, it's, it's this opportunity. And like Justin said, I mean, there's countless podcasts out there and there is something for everyone and then some and i am constantly consuming podcasts whenever i walk my dog in the morning whenever i'm cooking whenever i am mowing the lawn whenever i'm going to pick up my daughter at school and driving like i'm constantly consuming podcasts i was telling this to justin last night in our production meeting but i was like the saddest part of my week is when i get through all of my podcasts for the week and then i'm like But I have the weekend, and I have to walk my dog on the weekend, I was like, I gotta find something else, and then I find another podcast, and then I just burn through their back catalog, and then before you know it, within a matter of weeks, I'm in the same boat, I've added them to my slate of weekly podcasts, but now I'm like, I gotta find another one, and I go and I find another one, and I hear someone recommend something, and it's mostly comedians is what I like listening to, but... Right. Someone recommended The Dictators, you know, just this deep dive into the dictators in history and what they were like. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Or there's, you know, The Wolverine podcast, which is a wonderful audio play. Or um, uh, The White Vault, sort of a horror podcast. Like, just, there's something, of course, you've got your your murder podcast, which everyone seems to love, and all sorts of stuff. It's just such a beautiful medium, but also at the same time, there's a ton of them. No. Nice. <laughs>
2: Oh, no, yeah. there's, there's there's podcasts that cover everything. There's one called the Chameleon Breeder Podcast. It's for people that breed chameleons, <laughs> not people that even own them. I mean, you go do the subset of the subset. If, you, if you're owning chameleons, oh, this show is not for you. No, well, this is for people that are breeding them. Go away, you owners of chameleons.
1: Wow. So, I mean,
2: it gets it gets that niche. <laughs> my, my, my favorite early one was, um, it was called the Swine Cast. And I think it's still out there. Okay. And it's for professional pig breeders. And one of the episodes you could learn how to artificially inseminate a pig. And and that's the thing is there's an audience for
0: that, right? Th- right. Those people who, uh, who are interested in that will find it. And
1: I'm like, how for, cool for is someone that? someone verbally describing to you. It's not even like a tutorial here. You've got to listen to someone describe what to do and then go do it.
2: Yeah, there was something about rubbing the vulva and getting it <laughs> ready for AI. Yeah, and was like, wow, how did this one get through the sensors?
1: Right, that would oh. they had to click that explicit button.
0: Yeah. yeah, right. They had to put. Yeah, it's like this gets very detailed on how you're supposed to do this. I think. Yeah. yeah so obviously, I mean, how long have you been in the podcast game?
2: I started in 2004, so okay. I was there from the oh, very beginning, yeah, right at the I, beginning. Yeah. yeah. It what was your... the, when I heard about it. It was the beginning of October 2004, and I said, "I got to do this." It was maybe a hundred podcasters, and wow. I said, "You know what? I'm going to do a podcast about." podcasting and my first podcast was podcast 411 it was about interviewing podcasters
0: that's awesome interesting yeah.
2: and that then is... 2007 i wanted an iphone so i said how how do i justify this to the wife Hmm. i'll do a podcast on the iphone <laughs> so i have the first podcast on the iphone called today an iphone oh my uh, gosh Holy that's so cow. cool
0: so what have you so what-, what have you seen what has changed since 2004 to today? Like, what are the biggest things that you've seen happen? And, and what do you think led to this explosion in this popularity of podcasts?
2: Yeah. yeah, so so 2004, it was literally walking uphill both ways to school in the snow. I mean, if you wanted to pod- listen to a podcast, not even podcasts, just you want yeah. to listen to a podcast, <clears throat> you had to download a third-party app called X, And you had to download it onto your computer. Then you had to go and find the RSS feed. There were no directories. You mm-hmm. had to find the r s s feed manually subscribe to that r s s feed and then you had to remember to sync up your iPod to your computer in the morning <laughs> to get those onto your device so that you could sync it up and disconnect it and take it with you and that is so much more difficult than today where everybody <laughs> where, where's your iPhone right this is right. where your podcasts live right they live right there on Apple podcasts overcast great apps right. Right? um and now you don't have to sync anything up. You don't have to do any of those things you had to do before. And consuming podcasts is so easy compared.
1: To- yeah, and- I was going to say even when we first started, uh, we're we're uh, going to be coming into year six in a couple months. And when we first started, not that long ago, I remember people were like, "Well, how can I find it?" So, like, even within the last five years, the uh, comfort level and the just the the amount of podcasts just kind of in the general awareness of society has, I feel like exploded even more, you know?
2: Well, you know, a lot of people, you asked how it got popular and where, how it got to where we are today. And a lot of people want to say, oh, it was serial. Serial made it popular. And you know who say that? The people that are newspaper reporters and, and the people that are, live in New York bubble, but it wasn't serial. What was, it was iOS 8 went native on the iPhone, the Apple podcast app, when iOS okay. 8 came out. It made it native. And then all of a sudden people started asking this one question. What is this purple app on my iPhone, and how do I delete it? Because you couldn't delete it. <laughs> but when they couldn't delete it, they played. They tapped on it, and that opened right. it up. And you actually look at when podcasting took off; it was iOS eight,
1: oh, that's Apple Podcast being
2: native, and you know, and that is ultimately what really took off. And and you, ha- you know how you know that because from that point forward, the growth wasn't iOS and Android. The growth was really iOS. So if it was serial, it would have been on both platforms. But the growth wasn't
1: wasn't. It was on the iOS side. Gotcha. So, that makes sense. And that was iOS eight come out came out six years ago in twenty fourteen.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: It's so sl- that's, that that makes sense. Why that why we've seen everyone get so much more comfortable with it within the last five years is because yeah, and I mean, exactly let's face facts. Serial
2: yeah. season two sucked, right? So if it was all about <laughs> didn't two, listen it, to it, wrong, yeah, season two would have killed it. Yeah. But
0: it did Absolutely, yeah. Sally says, just like when Apple gave everyone a U2 album they couldn't delete. Up until a year ago, I was helping people delete U2 off their phones. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's fascinating because, um, yeah, I I think for me, I I mean, honestly, I started listening to podcasts because of Justin. He recommended uh, Bill Burr's podcast to me. And I started, you know, dipping my toes into that. And then I just really, I think almost my entire library is comedians. I just, I love listening to because it's it's an opportunity i think what's beautiful about that is you just get more content from those artists right from these so
2: are you listening to christopher titus
0: i'm not listening to christopher titus i follow him on twitter but is his show pretty good yes i'd be funny like you're like are you listening you shouldn't you know <laughs> it's not you know it's not good no. i listen to uh your mom's house with uh, christina p and tom segura um two bears one cave bad friends whiskey ginger um what are the other ones pod save america what a day and uh what else oh my gosh those are those are off the top of my head the things okay. that uh yep. a bill burt podcast yep. you know yep. things like that so um
2: that's a good group of comedian podcasts um, yes you know wtf mark maron was you know that was one of the early ones that really took off right um, and, you know and, and i always love people like, oh well mark maron he had a he had a radio show you know that's what really helped him he was on Air America. Nobody listened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He couldn't even book a 40 room gig in in a, in a comedy club. He'll tell you that. He, he'll say it was either a rope in the garage or a mic in the garage. He chose the mic and it yeah. worked out.
0: And
1: he, thank God. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah. Cuz being in radio and being on podcast two very different things. Yeah. Very different things and I think and that's it, that's what I love about it is I'm a big fan of long form content. That's actually what I, you know, originally drew me to, you know, Joe Rogan's podcast. It's like, I'm in for a three-hour podcast. Like, I'll listen to this in small chunks over three days. I'm like, that's awesome. I'm going to commute to work or whatever. Yeah. And just hearing these conversations is what really appealed to me. Um, and because for me, I don't really like a 10 to 20-minute podcast. I'm like, I'm going to burn through this so
2: fast. <laughs> I mean, people keep saying, oh, well, 20 minutes is the ideal length. And you know who says that? People from radio. They, they don't know. Podcasts. <laughs> I've you
1: know, heard that really they're did. like, you gotta aim for 20 minutes. I'm like, why? What are you gonna do in I 20 do, minutes? I do like some 20-minute podcast or, or half-hour podcast. Like, there are some where like the one that I keep sharing with you, uh, The Business, uh, which <laughs> yeah. talks about the entertainment industry. Sure. They open it up with five minutes of just like back-and-forth banter about news, and then they have a quick interview, and they're out. And It's perfect when I'm like, when I'm shaving in the morning, I'll throw that on. And by the time it's done, I'm done with my morning routine and, and then I'm starting work. And it's, it's a nice, I think those have their places, but you are absolutely correct is that people in radio think still very short form and they, it's hard to, to break out of that, that, you know, 80 plus years they've been doing it one way, you know, and they're like, (laughs) what's this new, what do you mean? Three hours, hold on. That's a shift. You're talking about a shift. Hardcore history. Dan Carlin, more
2: Downloads per episode than any other podcast. So good. It's six hours long and it is a great podcast. Dan does so much so good. I remember someone, someone like, mentioning
0: that and I was the like nicest
2: oh. guy and he's so paranoid that his next I mean he tweeted to me. He's like, he goes, he goes, I really hope this podcast is, you know, doesn't bomb. I'm due for a bomb. And I'm like, <laughs> like damn millions of listeners. Right. I have seen
0: that where he gets really he's like I'm sorry this has been taking so long but mm-hmm. it's like I understand like you do this massive re- his stuff on um, uh, Genghis Khan was phenomenal like that was
2: Greatest.
0: one of the oh it was so good and just the way he dives into it and just like breaks it down I'm like it blew me away I'm like oh my god this is such a good a good yeah. podcast and yeah, I guess it's also good to know that People still feel the same way when they're creating content, right? They're still well, like, that's,
1: ah! "That's a consummate artist, right there." Yeah, right. It's the imposter syndrome and always feel like they're going to get found out. Like you, that's how you know he's a true artist. <laughs>
2: yeah, he, he said to me when he goes, "He goes, I don't release my next episode until I feel it's better than my last episode."
0: Wow, that's 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 a, a- that's not what we do. Um, that's but, a large, you know, that's a bar to live by. I'm right. like
2: I, I release my next episode right before the 5 hour energy drink wears out.
0: <laughs> that's about it too, yeah. I was like, "Ah, uh, a- you know, we uh, you know, we're we're not doing any heavy hitting uh deep dives in history or any breaking news or anything like that. We're just talking about uh, nerd stuff and we have a we have a fart the soundboard. So, you know,
1: No, don't go to the wet one. Don't go to the <laughs> No, no, not right one. no we won't we won't unless it warrants yeah. it you know yeah exactly it yeah. only it only comes out when necessary yeah what i do what i do find interesting though is that i when i went to college i got my degree in radio broadcasting and at the time i was at columbia college in chicago they did not have any podcasting uh classes and now that is 100 integrated with the curriculum and i think what uh what's interesting is that i didn't want to leave Chicago. And so I never broke into the industry because you don't come out of college and just get on the radio in Chicago. You go to some podunk town and you work your way back into one of the major markets. And with podcasting, that allowed me to flex that muscle and to do the thing that I enjoyed doing, but I didn't have to leave the city. So I, I think it's interesting that a lot of the curriculum now and the people who are going into this have an avenue where they can just start doing the thing that they're training to do without having to jump through all the hoops of the gatekeepers. So you don't you don't have to go to Akron, Ohio to start your career. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> exactly. Yes. I don't have to go to Bald Knob, Arkansas to start my career. Yeah.
0: Know. No, I think that's the thing too. Is it's so easy to do a podcast. You know, it's it's very simple just to to set it up, and and it's real easy to make it sound good, and right. um and I think that's what. I kind of enjoy. Now, the flip side of that is, you know, like anything that has low barriers to entry, there's going to be some some rough stuff in there, too. It's not going to be, yeah. you know, fully fleshed out. It's not going to be the best production. But I love the Justin. and I just started doing this six almost six years ago. It was just on a whim.
2: Well, there, there's two million podcasts, right? But, but <laughs> what they don't tell you is one point five million of them aren't producing new episodes. Exactly. Exactly right.
0: Yeah which we always tell really? ourselves like just keep going <laughs>
2: creating an audio file easy yeah Creating content not so much
0: yeah. Right. being exactly, consistent and yeah. yeah like we've we justin is always driving us he's like consistency is king he's like we we pride ourselves on not missing a week and uh, just continually getting our stuff out there because it, it it can be a grind, you know, if you really want to, you know, oh, yeah. hope you enjoy doing it because, you know, to do a weekly podcast, you know, that's an hour and a half on our end, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot. And I even think about, you know, again, going to Joe Rogan, I'm like he does a crap ton of podcasts every week that are all three hours, some of them multiple times a day. I'm like, how does that guy do that? Like that oh. is... Oh, obviously, I mean, you know, his, for for living. His shortest living.
2: episode. His shortest episode was the interview with Bernie Sanders.
0: That's right, because some of those, I think, bigger. Yeah, I think Robert Downey Jr.'s was also like an hour as well. Like the the ones, I'm like, yeah, these guys had they can't hang out yeah, for three hours. To keep, they got to yeah. go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I didn't realize that he did a lot of his uh, multiple recordings in the same in the same day. That is. That's a marathon is what yeah. that is.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll I'll see him up. I used to see him upload an episode in the morning or Red Band <laughs> uploading in the morning and seeing them upload it again in the evening sometimes. Jeez. yeah.
0: That's yeah. That's, that's incredible. That's wild. Yeah, my,
2: my biggest mistake as a podcaster was not going on a show when I was invited. Oh, no. Oh, no. Wow. Oh, yeah, no. Then, yeah, he, he, yeah he, he invited me on. He goes, because when the iPhone, it was like the iPhone 6 or 7 was coming out. I think it was back then. And he said, you want to come on and talk about the new iPhone? And I'm like, sure. He's like, okay, you just have to fly out here to LA. And I'm like, oh, I can't do that.
0: Oh, oh man. And in
2: hindsight, I'm like, what was I thinking? <laughs>
0: That's heartbreaking. He's like, I got responsibilities. <laughs> I can't fly out there. <laughs> That's pretty cool. He's, he seems pretty generous with that stuff, which I think is really cool. And, and what I like about the, this, you know, the medium too, is you get an opportunity to explore more of some of your, you know, artists you know like again seeing comedians like almost come up with bits live as they're sort of talking through stuff or i feel like in my experience i get to know these people and there's a community that develops out of it you you hear inside jokes you hear um you know just the the merch that's built out of inside jokes and things that happen and so if you see someone that's wearing a shirt or has something you're like hey i get that because you know, how did this get made is another one that we, we really like. And it's like, Justin bought me a shirt that as an inside joke of, you know, Stellar, was it uh, stellar, stellar Skateboard? Stellar, yeah, Stellar Skateboard from Stellar Skarsbart. It's him. It was just like, you see, you're like, oh, I know that. I know what that's from. And that community that is built around it is is just so fun and engaging. And, and how cool is it that. You see people that are like, we're going to take these movies and we're going to break them down. And people are like, I love this. I mean, Justin and I went to a live show of that because, you know, we were so into it. It's just such a fascinating, like, just experience
1: that exists out there. Right. That's all I had to say. I, <laughs> well, I, think, I think that's one thing that uh, why one of the good things about, like, the YouTube community they always talk about is being able to build that community. And uh, or all the YouTubers, the famous YouTubers, the successful ones, they build the communities. And I think that's something that podcasting does and has I, I, they've been doing it for just about the same amount of time, maybe a little bit earlier than uh, than YouTube. Has. Well, but you, when
2: podcasting started, yeah, um, before YouTube really took off, a lot of the video people were on podcasting side. So Tiki Bar TV um, and Ask a Ninja, uh, these were po- folks that were podcasters. Uh, and, and Rocket Boom TV. So back in the early days, Geek Brief TV, these were podcasters, not YouTubers. But hmm. then YouTube won, right? <laughs> sure, YouTube yeah. got bought by Google and won. <laughs> and, and and they won video. And now podcasting, everybody knows it as an audio medium. But in the early days, it was 50-50 audio video.
1: That's really interesting. Well, I, so I do the, notice... The so- same, say, sorry, same sorry, sorry. idea of community stretches through. that That explains why that same idea of community because the same people of the same mindset were doing both. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, one of the biggest podcast, one of the biggest YouTubers at one point in time, her, her name was uh, Marina from hot for words. Hmm. And, and okay. I don't know if you remember hot for words. It was a, a a woman with a Russian accent and basically an outfit that would, um, was one step above what you'd see at twin peaks. Um, okay. And, 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 it, and she had a really popular show and on, as a podcast and as a YouTuber. And she was at one point in time, the number one YouTuber, uh, and and after they had gotten it bought by Google, they had flown her out there. She met with Chad, and they told her all about different, you know, the algorithms, all those other different things. But uh, here's a funny story: we we had her podcast. She was hosting with us for, for podcast, and we were getting her in advertising. And one of the advertisers turned her down because they said she was too risque, right? Mm. And now okay. here's the advertiser: the Navy. The U.S. Navy. Yes, because you're recruiting 18 year old males and you don't want this woman who's talking about the etymology of words in a bikini right. to be doing an ad for the U.S. Navy. That's hilarious. What
1: is wrong with this picture? Right. Right. My God, what a recruitment tool. Come on. I know.
2: Yep. But they rejected her. So I, you go, you, sometimes you can never figure out some of these agencies. That's yeah. what you
0: call a missed opportunity. Okay. <laughs> That's absolutely amazing. Oh so, um, you know, with, with so many podcasts out there, and with with it being so easy to, to make a podcast, do you think there's a bubble that's out there? And if so, is it going to pop? And if yeah, so, when? Give me the day and the time.
2: I mean, here, here's the thing. I don't think there's a bubble. I think what you're seeing is a lot of dead shows. Right, mm, right okay. now, you're getting to the point where the churn rate in podcasting is like 26% per month. Wow. It, it's, just, it's just an un- incredible number of churns. Eight out of nine, nine out of 10 new shows don't make it to 10 episodes. Um Because you know, it, really, the reality is it's mostly anchor shows, right? the Anchor has a lot of dead shows. People create one episode. They call it a podcast. Hey, mom, I'm podcasting. That's episode one. Episode two is I don't know what we're gonna talk about, and then that's it. Yep. I mean, maybe they'll get to the three, which is oh yeah, this didn't work so well. <laughs> um, I'm going back to Twitch, whatever it is, you know, <laughs> something like that. Um, but as far as a bubble, I I you know, let's put it in perspective. There's seven hundred and fifty million blogs. There's four hundred to five hundred thousand active podcasts. It's a pretty Shit. it's about a two thousand to one ratio, you know. Yeah in that neighborhood. So I don't think there's a bubble. It's still a lot more work to create a podcast um, than it is to create a blog. And because of that, it's going to keep the number of active podcasts down to a certain point.
1: That's a really good point. I guess when you're looking at it from such a small uh, section, because like you just hear, you see all your, your celebrity people that you follow or the comedians and they've all got podcasts and you talk to like in Chicago here, every comedian in Chicago has Mm -hmm. their own podcast. They in, should. in the small, in the and they should, <clears throat> but in a small bubble like that, where you're talking about, you know, there's like four thousand or whatever you said, uh, active podcasts. Four hundred thousand, about four hundred thousand, four hundred yeah.
2: thousand to five hundred. If you want to be generous, we'll say five hundred.
1: Sure, but like you, in in the grand scheme of like everyone on the planet, that's not a lot. But if you like everyone that you talk to, if they have a podcast it can make it perception being reality, it can kind of make it seem like, well, Jesus, there must be like. Three hundred billion podcasts out there. How do I even begin? Well, but it's it's, it's 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 just not. Yeah, right.
2: And I always say to people, don't worry about doing a podcast that has the same content as something else. You know, I always I, I point out, I Dream a Genie and the Munsters, which are really bewitched in the Adams Family. <laughs> Damn it, that's you... that's a good right. point. But yeah, but both. You know what? All four shows were great. I grew up. That's when I grew up. Those were the reruns we watched. All of that. I mean, Lost is really just Gilligan's Island. That's All a fair right? point. So, yeah. So, so it's okay to have a show that's even on the same topic as someone else is doing. You're going to bring your own personality to it. Don't worry about it. Um, you know. So that's what you know. I'll say, and, and you can have fun. I mean, I have a show called I just created a little sideshow called Meta Monday Murder Podcast, and and it's about a serial killer that only kills serial killer podcasters <laughs> on Monday mornings at five a.m. with a Harry's razor. <laughs> so, so basically i just look for serial podcasts that uh you know um uh, uh, true crime podcasts that uh have gone away and say well this person got killed by this serial killer. <laughs> it's
0: amazing what a wonderful
1: concept it's <laughs> so random and weird and i love it i love it um, but here's the yeah. thing
2: here i said i came up with the idea and i said and i said i want to see if i come up with an idea and get a podcast launched in in apple podcast in an hour and i did Wow. So we got the first trailer and everything done, Hour, boom-up.
0: That's amazing. There you go. And, you know, honestly, that's, that's interesting you bring that up because, like, that was my hesitance to do a podcast initially. I was like, Justin's like, we should do this. I'm like, who's going to listen to us? Like, what are we doing that's different? I mean, are we the only people out there talking about nerd stuff? No. Like, there's plenty of people that are doing that. But, you know, unlike these other co-hosts, Justin and I like each other. And, uh, you Bingo. know. <laughs> And we just we like being silly, having a good time. And, and you know, it's, it's become something where also as, you know, we used to work together at the same company. And then as we've sort of, you know, gone about our lives, it's I look at it as it's a, it's a day in the week where I get to check in with one of my best friends, you know, and just connect over this sort of stuff. And we've slowly built a small but mighty community of folks who just like to also hang out with us and contribute. And, you know, it's been such a fun experience. I really enjoy it.
2: Yeah. I, you know, one of the things that, that bothers me more than anything else is when I hear people say, well, how are you going to make money from that podcast? I'm like, okay, it, you don't have to. Most right. podcasts never monetize. A lot of people just do it to have fun. And there's mm-hmm. plenty of podcasts like yours, you guys that get together. There's podcasts that there's four guys I know that play video games. They get together every Sunday night as an excuse to get away from the wives. Right. They used to get together at one person's house. Now they have to all do it via Skype. Sure. Right? or or whatever their technology they're using but um i'm old school so i still say skype means it's, it's means okay.
0: <laughs> fair enough it's i, all I okay. mean I,
2: I i still can't even I, I why does everyone want to do zoom calls why can't you pick up the phone and talk okay
0: no that's a good <laughs> question let's start there let's dive into that you know um mm-hmm. i don't know i, I it's, it's so funny i don't i don't call anybody anymore <laughs> i really don't I, yeah
1: I don't, I don't know. I personally don't understand if we were going to get into this. I don't understand why Zoom. I don't because Skype was around, you right. know, WebEx was there. Google has free options. I don't quite know why. Like, I don't know how Skype got a scr- stranglehold on this, but or uh, Zoom rather got a stranglehold on this. But I, I'll say this. Good for them. Yeah. And good for, good for the people who own stock in them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Especially now. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely done well. Yeah, someone in the chat said, there's AOL Instant Messenger.
2: There are other options. I mean, I, okay. I use I use GoToMeeting just to piss people off. <laughs> <laughs> I said, let me say you might GoToMeeting. No,
1: no, they're going to do some. No, we'll do GoToMeeting. <laughs> no, let's try something different. I'll just send it to you. Don't worry about it. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's kind of the same thing with Discord. We're like, hey, when we chat Discord, people are like, I don't know what this is. I'm like, I don't know. We we'll use it. I'm sorry, but this is what we're going to do. Right. We've
2: made I mean, it I've decisional. had my Discord account for a while. What was my number? 9590. So. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Not, not as long as you guys. You guys are a little bit
1: lower number than that.
0: Yeah. I don't know. We're. I guess I've had one for a while. I just never knew. I didn't do I, much with it until recently. So.
1: <laughs> I got it because Doug told me to get it. He That's goes, right. We're going to be using this. I go, all right.
0: Yeah. Justin. That's about it. Justin is a like a unicorn in our discord community when he shows up people are like oh, Justin's here you know he just drops little nuggets here
1: and there and people get all excited he's you it's know mostly because I don't get I don't I'm not in there because I don't fully understand what it is yet oh you know
2: my my, my older son uh, both my sons are video gamers and my older son was talking about discord I go, I have a discord account he's like you do that I'm Like, yeah you do that that's amazing you
1: know what that is Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't
0: that funny when the when kids I when I worked at a hotel, there was a kid that walked by that had a uh he had a Minecraft shirt on that had a creeper. I'm like, oh I like your Minecraft shirt. And he's like, Mom, how does he know what this is? I'm like, come on, I pay attention to things. He was so flabbergasted that an adult <laughs> wouldn't know what his shirt meant. I'm like, eh, Yeah. Sorry about it.
2: Nope. I, I we we've made Minecraft outfits for the kids for Halloween and all that.
0: That's awesome. Ice. That's amazing. Are
2: you a gamer? I, you know, I am an old school gamer, but I will. I know you've only played Fortnite twice. Um, um, but I actually, when the kids got into Fortnite, I said I'm going to learn this, and I actually had a solo win before my younger son, which really tweaked him. <laughs> so I, I, I got to the solo win before the younger one, so I was really giving him grief. Wow, um, that's but impressive. But then we've won. We've won uh, I've won uh, du- dual matches with both of them. Uh, yeah. We've won group matches, so I played for a while. But then, I then Fortnite, uh, you know, had the kerfuffle with Apple, and I just said, I said to the kids no longer can spend money on Fortnite. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but Dad, Batman's coming back in
0: with, with the know, crossover and, and, comic.
2: <laughs> well, you, know, my younger kid, is what I would call a true artist because uh-huh. uh, he was creating music for me for my podcast what? and. Oh, wow. and, and i would pay him money for the music which he would then spend on Fortnite. so he's a true artist because he was creating music to pay for his addiction there you go <laughs> that's the definition of a musician artist there you go <laughs> absolutely it is
1: that's yeah. incredible he was great music for your podcast though oh, kind of keeping wait. it in the my, family my son
2: he's pretty good at. i mean he songs that he's created um one of them is used by ebay in their podcast and another is now used in the google for their newest podcast the music in the background for the trailer is is his is his song so his eye his Get resume at 12 here. years old he's got ebay and google that have used his music that's phenomenal
1: that's, that's bonkers that's oh incredible wow have God. your have your kids uh, expressed interest in podcasting themselves have they My younger son,
2: when he was five and a half came to me, not the older one. So I was on like a tiger dad. The younger (laughs) one came to me at five and a half and he said, dad, I want a podcast. And I was like, okay. (laughs) I I said, okay, what I go, I had two questions for him. And if he he can answer the two questions, I would let him do it. I said, what do you want to do a podcast on? He goes, I want to, I want to answer people's questions. I said, okay, you got a format. I love it. What do you want to call it? He goes Porter's podcast and his name's Porter. So he had a good name. And he had a format and he launched at five and a half and did it for a few years. And it was fun. Um, he had some good comedy. He threw me under the bus a few times. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, was, one of his better jokes was uh, we went to New York and, uh, and, and we come back from New York and he goes, yeah, he goes in New York to say please and thank you. They say yo and hey. <laughs> that's,
1: that's incredible. I love that.
0: That is amazing. I hope someday, like my daughter, she's five and she's been curious about my microphone and stuff like that. I'm like, come on over, let's record your voice. Let's, you know, whatever. We'll, we'll do that. She loves hearing the sounds and, and, and the different stuff we can do with it. But I would absolutely love it if she got into podcasting.
2: Now's the time, right? Because, you know, it's it's a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun creating those with his with him. And uh, I
1: can imagine,
2: it, you know, <sighs> and now he's getting ready to be a Twitch. He turns 13 in June. So my poor wife. This is my wife's dinner conversation. Oh man! Nope. I need to get the thirty eighty GPU. Nope. You need thirty seventy. Nope. thirty eighty. Nope. Thirty seventy. Can't get thirty eighty. Okay. So that's our. That's my dinner time conversation <laughs> lately. My poor wife is sitting there going, "Oh good lord!" Just right.
1: That is Pour amazing. Another glass of wine. I can't. Yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I and mean, we're still haven't gotten the thirty eighty. We're still waiting. So we did <laughs> decide to get the thirty eighty, but it keeps keeps the notify the total. The notification comes out. They're all sold out. it's all in six minutes. <laughs> How can these GPUs go that fast? It's amazing. So if anyone has a 3080 GPU, hey, hey hit me up.
1: <laughs> you heard that, community. If anyone's got one, let us know and we'll yes. pass it along. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: for sure. That's so cool. And, you know, Twitch is another thing that I think is 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 very, so similar to podcasts in that, you know, I've seen, like, different musicians that are like, hey, I'm going to hop on here and play games. Or, hey, here's me just playing the bass for a little bit. And it's like, ah. Or... Um, you know, one of my favorite bands, uh, since it's failed, the lead singer just hops on Twitch. He's like, "Hey, here's the update on the album. Here we go." Mark Hoppus of Blink One Eight Two, just found out today he has a Twitch. I'm like, I'm gonna follow him. Uh, I just see all the stuff that he does, and just it, it's such a cool way of again just establishing that community and getting to see and interact with people you know you normally wouldn't. I, I there was uh, one of the producers on Your Mom's House podcast. A couple of them have Twitch streams and i was watching one one night and i was just like hey man hope you're well he's like hey my gap podcast do you have a podcast if you do i hope it's great i'm like he's talking to me he's hoping that my podcast is good that makes me feel special and just i don't know it's such a unique platform to just explore different things like that i think it's really cool yeah
2: i think we'll see how he does so we'll see you know, he, he's uh, he's determined to have his his computer up and running before June and get ready to because he's, you know, he's waiting for his 13th birthday. Right. I love that. We're he's got that date. Though. Band. So he's, he's working on it. Does he know what games he's going to be uh, streaming? Uh, what what did he tell him? He told me and I forgot now. <laughs> and, uh, now I'm drawing a blank. Uh, okay. uh, well, you know, Minecraft, of course, but uh, there was uh, he's not doing Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, he does a little bit of Fortnite. I don't think he's going to do Fortnite, though.
0: Okay. Um,
2: Maybe Overwatch.
0: Hey, nothing wrong with Overwatch. Big fan of that.
2: (laughs) But definitely not Destiny. He does not like Destiny.
0: Okay. You heard it here. His older brother
2: loves it. Yeah, his older brother loves it. I I played it the other day for the first time. Mm -hmm. I thought it was good. Yeah. Uh,
0: It's fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I would love to have this conversation with my daughter. She's like, Dad! On my 13th birthday, I want to be on Twitch. and would be like, yes. How are we going to do this? Where are we going to set up your stuff? Should we do it in the basement? Do you want a green screen? How do you want to do oh, this? Like, Oh, yeah.
2: I got green screen lights. I got all that. They've got it. He's ready to go on all that stuff. All the monitors. Yeah, he's he's set. Ugh. Well, the only thing right now is we're just putting together the computer. So we wanted to wait until yeah, when the new CPU and GPUs came out this year to build this computer. <sighs>
0: it's amazing. That's so
1: cool. Rob, you are a good dad. I want you, you to, are. I don't care. I don't care what you said about the Simpson thing. You are a good dad. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. I, I,
2: I think he's. You know, he's got the he's got the humor built up. He spent a year immersed in Simpsons, so he's ready. There ready you go. Jokes. Yeah. I don't. I don't know how off color they're going to be. I might get a call from a couple of parents.
0: <laughs> Listen, that's the best way to learn. You know, take <laughs> it from Justin and I. We 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 did improv and we failed miserably several times. So we know. Yeah. You know what that's like. I
2: I, de- I definitely fell on the parents side. I I I took them through the trilogy of um, Eddie Murphy movies recently, and I forgot all about the tits in there.
1: <laughs> I, which, which one? Which ones are you talking about? Well, like you had to do,
2: Hills Cop. You, you had to do uh, well. Coming to America 2 was coming out, so we did Coming to right. America. Okay. We did Trading Places and and uh, Beverly Hills Cop. You know, nice. Beverly Hills Cop, Trading Places, and and Coming to America. Those are three Eddie Murphy's three best movies. I don't care what you say. i sorry. For all you Pluto Nash fans,
0: that doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't cut it. I'm a Haunted Mansion man myself, you know? Dr.
2: Doolittle, <laughs> not
0: going to... know, no. no. Yeah. yeah, actually, it's funny. Yeah. I just started yeah. re-watching Beverly Hills Cop last night, so and it uh, still holds up. Although, you know, interesting. You know, it's like uh, you, you meet these Beverly Hills cops who are by the book, you know, they're mm-hmm. sensitive, and the hero is the guy is like, no, let's break the rules! You know, I'm mm-hmm. like, eh. Doesn't really translate so well today,
1: but, you know, still funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, how how was the, uh, was, was when you were reminded that those scenes were in there, was it just like, a, well, that uh, was when the wife was in the room and she went. Perfect. And I was like, yep. oh,
2: sorry, forgot about that. I go, there's no, you know, and then it was a trading places? I like, go, oh, there's only one scene. I go, I, you know, she only shows, Jamie Lee Curtis only shows her breast once. And then the second time that came through, she's like. <laughs> <You're>
1: like. <laughs> I can't be expected to remember all the times I see boobs. It's just it happens. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean,
2: I have yeah. I haven't shown him Starship Troopers yet, and this shower scene I'm sure is going to get me in trouble.
1: Yeah, that's so funny because my wife does I the same thing. Remember that one popping up uh, when I was I was like, oh, we're good, okay, cool. We're going to keep this on. Yeah, <laughs> I have to I have to fast forward through that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
2: I have to get quick on the remote. Know where it's going to be. Yeah, fast
1: forward. My I wife just, is he, always he, like,
0: Doug. Is this a good movie? Can we watch this the other day? She goes, uh, "Can she watch District 9? I was like, "Absolutely not! That's an R-rated no. movie." She goes, "I don't oh. remember it." I'm like, "No! Massive violence! Like, oh, no, no, no!"
2: Man. That is a great movie, though. Phenomenal! Oh, it is. Yeah, but Wait, I was like, my five-year-old not the South Africa ever?
0: Oh, it, it, it was so good because I remember watching that movie and I was like, I don't know who any of these people are. It was just right. like such a. It was such a cool concept. It was made on such a great budget of thirty-five million dollars. It was like. The best Halo movie that never was, you know, it was it was so good, <laughs> yeah. but just to be yeah. like, hey, can our five year old watch this? I'm
1: like, no, 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 not that one. <laughs> no, not no, no. I distinctly remember when I was uh, when I was just a wee lad, uh, and the, we were all over at uh, I think you know grandma's house or whatever, cousins were around, about the same age, and uh, the family had on Dances with Wolves, and <laughs> there was the scene, the, the lovemaking scene, and I we were watching it. And I was like, oh, they're kissing gross. And then that started happening. And I remember it like I was being kidnapped, like parental hands came around and just grabbed my eyes and yanked me backwards. And like, but it happened if there was a camera, you would have seen it in succession, like just thump, thump, thump. like all the cousins just got yanked back <laughs> one after the other. Oh, and we're just like, what's good? Hold on. What are we missing? Yeah. Now that's we the thing. want to see this. Yeah.
0: I look forward to just kind of turning my daughter and be like, you ready for this? You ready for about to bat? I'm like, I'm gonna get really weird. I'm gonna lean into it. I'm like, you ready? This is about to get dirty. All right, let's prepare ourselves. Here we go.
1: <laughs> you are going to scar that child.
0: Hey, that's as far as I'm concerned. That's kind of the joy of being a parent, you know? Like, just, uh, although I gotta hand it to her, man. She's, uh, she, what did she say today? I was just. I just do obnoxious things to her just she'll be saying something i she'll be like you know what dad you're being loud i'm like you're loud i just kind of do that back to her just constantly yeah. that's like my go-to move and <laughs> she said something like that and i said that to her she goes dad stop saying things i was like you know what i respect that i will stop saying things
1: I'll stop saying the things
0: you got it no problem yeah. kiddo <laughs> she's <laughs> also been watching a lot of uh how to train your dragon dragon riders on netflix and so she's like oh my thor and i'm like oh. hey if you're gonna praise Thor, I'm all for it. Like,
2: <laughs> Well okay. So, what was her movie that she had to watch over and over and over and over?
0: Moana was one of them. <laughs> Moana, kind of that that movie is a beautiful movie, but I can't watch it anymore. It that one. I
1: re- I remember that phase because at the time you were living at the building across the alley, and he would call me up every we just like. Dude, she's got Moana on again. I can't. Yeah, it was just, too
0: much. Can't. It was too much. It was like how the the Metallica's black album got played in high school in the in the weight room so much where I'm like, I can't listen to Metallica anymore. Like this is just <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. And there's been some other ones where I'm like, No, we're not watching this anymore. But she's gotten better for you know, some of the movies she watches, although she is expanding out. There's a couple of shows she started watching on. Um Slotty just goes, what can I say except you're welcome, Doug? Fuck you, Slotty. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, sir. <laughs> uh, but she's like been dabbling. There was a show where Jill and I were like, no, 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 no. We're not watching that. That looks like the Barbie TV show. I'm like, no, you're not watching that. We're not sitting around watching you watch Barbie. No, I don't think so. Hard pass. But how about you, Rob? What was what was the movie then? My,
2: my older son was Cars, and mm. the younger son was Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oof. Really? Oof. Interesting. The Alvin and Chipmunks one, I don't know how many times that played. Oh, oh god. I knew that movie every line. You know, I was it, it if you watch um for all mankind, uh, uh, if you've watched that on Apple TV, Mm-mm. um they that one. Okay, so one of the scenes they get stuck up on the well, they're stuck up on the moon and they've only got a few videotapes and one of them is uh, is of like six episodes of Bob Newhart so they knew all the lines back and forth <laughs> and so the, the ongoing joke is hello Bob I, I was that way right. with Alvin and Chipmunks right?
0: yeah th- what was um <laughs> Sing was another one that had like uh, Matthew McConaughey oh, oh, oh yeah oh, that
2: would be a brutal one
0: that one mm-hmm. was brutal although you know I didn't mind some of the singing, but I started to realize you know what I do in my brain is I start to overanalyze the films from an extremely practical sense Zootopia was another one where I start breaking down the world and the characters. Like, Sing, the main character, is actually kind of a villain. He's not really a protagonist. Like, he doesn't pay his bills. He's, like, getting out loans, and he's, like, trying to really work one over on people. I'm like, he's not a good guy. Like, we shouldn't be rooting for this character. In Zootopia, I'm like, this... Place is kind of weird. Do you have large animals? You have small animals. I was like, what are the building codes like here? Like, do you have to have like a large animal entrance as well as a small animal entrance? What's the cost of living it's for the smaller the rodents? Right. You know, it's like do you have to have like you know equal bathrooms wherever you go and just like I started breaking it down. My wife's like, please don't do this. Please don't go practical, dug on me. And please don't. I go, what are the taxes like? Are the taxes different if you're smaller versus if you're larger? Because larger animals eat more. Are there? Are, is their food cost more? Can a smaller animal go and buy like an elephant sized thing and then just live off of that? Is it, I mean, I just, I started, if that's what I would wolf? think about. I
2: mean, is it illegal to eat the rabbit? I mean, right? It's your, it's your nature,
0: right? But that's the whole point of that movie is that they've evolved past that. So they don't do that anymore. They have lattes instead.
1: <laughs> I could really go for a rabbit right now, but I'll have a soy latte. <laughs> yeah. Uh have have your uh, have your kids been getting into uh I this, you have Disney Plus, obviously. Yes. And they've just been just going nuts on Disney Plus?
2: Oh well Star Wars, obviously. Mm. Like, yeah, big well, Star Wars fans. I, I, I'm a Star Wars Star Trek fan. Mm-hmm. I could not get them into Star Trek, but they are big Star Wars fans. Yeah. Um so I I I actually told them, I go, I was a Star Wars fan first, and I got into Star Trek because when the original Holiday Christmas special came out. I watched that eagerly, <laughs> watched that. and when it was over, I said, "There's got to be something else." And I found Star Trek, and that's uh, how I got into Star Trek. There's uh, a holiday understand. Christmas special turned me. So oh, wow. I've actually showed them. I have it on DVD, and I started showing them that they yeah. could not the hollow projection scene. Uh, okay, if you've if you've watched the holiday Christmas special, you'll know how bad it's been it
1: years. Is. But you know, yeah, when
2: I, you say it's bad. It is bad, bad. I mean, it is just, it is brutally bad, bad. I mean, it's just horrendously bad.
0: Yeah. I've, but I have it on
2: DVD. I've heard enough about
0: it where I'm like, I don't think I need to see it. I think I'm good. I've heard enough of it broken down bit by bit. Yeah. And I know I get the references to that. I'm like, I'm good. I don't think I need to see it. Although at this point, I mean, I've already kind of fallen out of love with Star Wars. So, I mean, what, what more damage could you do? To- well, you know,
2: and I showed the kids the movies in the right order. Okay, which uh, is, which uh, is? Which is episodes four, episode five, episode two, three, then six. Interesting. And you don't, you skip one because one just confuses the hell out of them with trade guilds and all this other stuff. And yeah. later on, you let, when they want to watch it, one, they can go watch one. But it, right. uh, the best, I saw an edit one time was up on one of the BitTorrents. Someone had taken episode one and cut it down to its core parts, 15 minutes. It sounds that sounds about it. right. It was all was the content. The bad- all content episode one yeah. was fifteen minutes. Took out the stupid pod race, took out this, took out that, and it was fifteen minutes of content with one good uh, lightsaber fight at the end. And that was that was the whole movie.
1: So was it was it actually like a good short film at that point? Yes. There yes. you go. So there's a good movie in there, regardless mm-hmm. of length. It's it's just buried in a bunch of shit.
2: Yeah, Lucas took
1: 15 minutes of content and tried
2: to make right. a two hour movie, and that's sure. where he fell.
0: Yeah, Jared in the chat says the machete order for the win. He goes, "You get Anakin's redemption that way," so he agrees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I was really excited for the most recent trilogy, and then it just kind of uh, it fell flat for me. Uh, yeah, by the end yeah, of it.
2: Yeah, I, mean, I mean, let's face it. He what they did with Luke's character was wrong.
0: Interesting. Tell me more, Rob.
2: Yeah,
1: how so? <laughs> well, I mean, I he disagree,
2: just, They made how? him. They made him a bitter, bitter man in mm-hmm. in in. It just wasn't from someone who read the books. It just broke away from. You've read any of the Timothy Zahn books or any of the books afterwards. It wasn't the picture you had of Luke. It wasn't who Luke was in your mind after the first trilogy. And and he they went. I know they said those books aren't canon anymore, and they took it away. But that's like parent comes to you. We're not parent. We're not married anymore, but we're still your parents. <laughs> Well I think that was definitely a good point
0: because when they said that stuff wasn't Canon anymore I'm like this is dangerous territory because yeah. people have a story in their mind and they're going to be referencing it. So when you start you know because you know it's like who is Ray and who's her lineage and all that sort of stuff, you know people were pulling on some of that extended universe and I didn't have a problem with Luke because I like the idea of I actually I really liked the last or the last Jedi. it's not perfect. There's definitely parts where like I'm going to skip the casino planet. This is a waste of my time. Um and uh, but I did like some of the elements and I did like the fact that Luke was kind of curmudgeon-y because he had failed so bad and he's just like I I he feels so bad at what he's done. He just wants to kind of go die on his own and I kind of I it would be cool to see him when he, you know, at his peak, right? Cuz you got to see that a little bit in the Mandalorian, you know, yes. which was pretty spoiler cool. Alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> Boom. Um which was pretty cool. And especially because. Which was
2: very cool. But the fact that people didn't spoil it was even better.
0: Yes. Especially yes. Mark Hamill. He's like, man, I've had to keep that <laughs> under wraps <laughs> for over a year. I was like, kudos to you, sir. But what's cool is I just literally watched Rogue One the day before I watched that episode and the parallels of the lightsaber uh, you know, sequences at the end of those respective yeah. uh, pieces of content, where I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. Um, yeah. So
2: I don't know. I, I just. It, to me, it was a matter of. Well, here's here's the way I look at it. A bad Star Wars movie is still better than a good Twilight movie.
0: Boy, Rob, <laughs> you no, true words have never been spoken on this podcast. So true. we have
1: had a guest in this podcast that would vehemently disagree, but they're not here right now. I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. That uh, that's yeah. That's a ex- extremely good point. Um, because because say- yeah, go
1: ahead. No, I was gonna go back to Rogue Rogue One. The uh, that that I really final liked one. that fi- I I love that Rogue One and that final scene where Vader comes in to me might be one of the greatest scenes in all of the Star Wars movies. Like it was, you felt goosebumps. You're like, we're finally getting to see true Vader. Whoop ass! Like this is what Vader is. This is why people are terrified of him. We're that seeing- was like peak Vader. Yes, yes exactly. And exactly. Like we, we never got that. We saw either old man Vader or we saw, you know, Ghost Vader, or we saw whiny emo Vader. We saw <laughs> we never got badass Vader. Well, because there was also
0: that um comic Vader Down where you know Darth Vader gets shot down on a planet he's surrounded by a whole bunch of rebels. It's like, they're like, they're like trembling as they're talking to him. He's like, ah, uh, surrender. He's like, you're surrounded. He the only thing I'm surrounded by is fear and dead men. And then he just slaughters all of them. I'm like, you don't get to see that in the movie. And then right. at the end of Rogue One, you're like, like Justin said, I'm like, this is it. You just get to see him do everything. Just cut through everyone. They're just like, please open the door. We're going to die. And he just, you know, absolutely just, you know, annihilates him. It's like, ah, this is what we were kind of missing. You know from from those extra things, it's just a nice little little addition onto that universe, and I'm like, yeah, I could watch Vader annihilate people it, like that it, all day. It,
2: you know and if I was to show the kids the movies again today, I probably would have went Rogue one Star Wars. I would have went Rogue One, episode four, episode five, yeah two, three,
1: six that gives that gives a nice lead into that episode four, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, Rogue One's definitely a really great standalone. Like I really, really, really enjoyed that movie. It was I remember seeing the trailer for it. And I'm like, all right, a Star Wars movie I can get by. And same thing with like the Mandalorian. I've enjoyed the Mandalorian, same thing. It's just oh, yeah. you know, I'm like, cool. Something that doesn't deal heavily in Jedi. I mean, yeah, you got little baby Yoda and stuff like that, but it's something that exists outside of yeah, we like to see Jedi, but it's also cool to see what what you know, what were the repercussions after episode six? Like what was the, the galaxy, like, and you have this bounty hunter that's existing in it, and seeing all these other characters, it's so much fun just to live and exist in this giant galaxy that's not Tatooine because yeah, we keep going back to Tatooine.
2: Stuff. Why did Boba Fett wait so long to go try to get his outfit back?
0: What a great question! What a I mean, great question.
2: Did, if the guy that had his outfit was like Mr., uh, it was like Barney Rubble, yeah. Barney fight. yeah, well, especially, <laughs> all right, all right, so or here's Barney the thing. Rubble. He was a Barney.
0: Yeah. Here's the thing: we don't One see Boba Barneys. Fett do jack shit in the, in the in the in the movies ever. He's not effective. Other than he he's there when they capture Han Solo, he's just not effective. And then in the Mandalorian, he just beats wholesale ass, like just crushing people, doing whatever. I'm like, where was this? Where was this guy? And I agree with you. It's like he's just hanging out on Tatooine, just getting you know sunburned, just w- waiting for what? How long was he there? He's like, do you not know where it was? Like. <laughs>
2: been a couple of years since he crawled out of that, the, the out of the uh, out of the Sarnak pit. Yeah. So.
0: And also, away. yeah, I just I don't know. I got I kind of got annoyed that Boba Fett showed up. I'm like, we don't need him here. We just we really don't. He's this is again a situation where like you can take your fan service, you can shove it. I don't need Doug, Boba if Fett. He
1: didn't show up. How would we have teed up the next series? I don't want the next series. I don't care about the book of Boba. Like I don't. I ca- oh, come on, that looks good. I it, you know, I'll watch it, but I'm like
0: you, they're gonna have to win me over. I'm like eh. Okay, so this guy is now in charge of Jabba's palace. It's Boba's palace. All right, cool. We'll see what happens. I mean, I'll check it out, but I don't know. It's one of those things where I reluctantly go there. I don't now. think
2: they're gonna have. I don't think he'll have a woman on a chain. God, I, mean, I hope not. Things have changed a little bit since then. <laughs> I I hope that's the case. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, because
0: I was like, <laughs> yeah. again, looking back on that, I'm like, man, what was Lucas yeah. thinking? <laughs>
2: Like, this is- well, Lucas was thinking that uh, there's going to be a lot of fun cosplay in those bikinis uh, at yep. future shows. Yeah, he wasn't
0: wrong. He definitely nailed that.
1: <laughs> uh. Yeah, I, yeah. Lucas, uh, man, we could yeah, dive yeah. into you, where you know, he was.
2: You, yeah, you know, I'm geek. If you want to, if, if you guys, here's a little Easter egg. Go to uh, podcastwidow.com. Then, okay. Yeah. So you can you can see see my, my, my significant other,
1: podcast. Widow.com. Oh, look at you two. How adorable. Oh, I love it. I love that. Oh, you guys nerd out together. A couple that nerds together stays together. That's awesome. I love that.
0: It's amazing. You also go check that out. Yeah. See uh, a she, nice she, little... hates when
2: I, she hates when I give. So I had that URL and I just said, I'm going to redirect it to this post one day. <laughs> When she gets on (laughs) me with friends, I go,
1: hey, just check out podcastwidow.com.
0: I love it. Stop it. That's so awesome.
1: Stop sending everyone there. Like, But it's a good photo.
0: (laughs) That's so cool. Yeah, I I don't know. I I, I want Star Wars to give me that feeling that I used to have, but I don't know if it'll ever come back at this point. I'm kind of just grumpy, but I just sort of uh, stick with Marvel these days. Marvel hasn't I let like me down da- yet. I
2: like darker stuff. Same. You know, yeah. And now here's what I was, I was reading. You know, we were talking about Dune and whether yeah. Yeah, you sent the links in Dune. And one of the yeah. articles I read is like, it said, well, Dune is kind of the anti Star Wars. Wait a second. Dune came out 15 years before Star Wars. Lucas took the idea of the Sand Crawler from it. The Sand People from it. The Jedi's from the Jedi desert. He stole from, <laughs> from it. You can't say it's the anti Star Wars. Star Wars is the anti Dune.
1: There you go. <laughs> it's exactly, yes. I the 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 nerddom when they latch on to like the star wars fans will always that's one thing star wars fans sometimes to me they can get very similar to like cubs fans or like (laughs) those kind of where you're just like you guys have to stop for a second like (laughs) from a from a very very hardcore linear timeline dune came out first yeah but no 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 buts (laughs) dune came out first yeah, that hey,
2: Lucas, uh, Lucas stole so many thoughts and ideas. Tatooine is so Arrakis. Yeah, for sure. Are you excited about the Dune remake? I mean, heck, they. We, yeah, oh yes, I'm very much. I was just say, <laughs> they even had a worm in Mandalorian. Yeah, they did, didn't they? <laughs> That's right, they did. Come they on. did. I forgot. That's such you a good point. Somebody up on top of it with with Queen music rolling in the background. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, a, I, homage to the eighty the eighties Dune. But uh, yes, I am very excited for the Dune remake. um It's still my favorite book of all time, uh and you know, I, I'm I'm I want to see what they do with it. Um, yeah. Now, I was really excited that they were going to do two movies. You know, they were going to split it into two because it's so hard to do it in. Two. There's no way. Yeah, there's no way to do it. As a matter of fact, if you ever went and saw the original Dune and you hadn't read the book, you're lost. Yeah, you're completely lost.
1: Yeah. Um, so your recommendation that would be to read the books first and, oh, then, absolutely. and then go, but then start your cinematic adventure. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. What are, are you, are you happy now that they're saying that it may not come out day and date on HBO max as uh, as with the theaters. Are you excited that they're, they're potentially um, going to be pushing it just to the theaters or how, like, what are your thoughts on the, on the whole releasing at the same time schedule? Is it working for you? I
2: I want it released. I was wanting it last year, so I'm like, (laughs) just get the thing released. I'll (laughs) see it wherever you put it. Put it IMAX. I'll find an IMAX theater. I don't care. Right, right. Um, wherever you're gonna put it, I'm gonna go see it. Um, that said, one of the articles had a good point, um, saying you know if you do the HBO Max, a lot more people are gonna see it than would have seen it otherwise, and that may actually help the franchise more so than if you just released it. As is because of, in the current environment, if you just release it in the theaters, I don't think people are going to be all that comfortable yet going to, to movies for another another year or two, maybe.
1: Yeah, um, not not in the same volume that we were, not even close. Yeah, no, no,
2: no. Yeah, I mean the idea of sitting in a, in a theater packed side by side, everyone munching popcorn and laughing and screaming—that's and, a new horror movie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like that to me, like the the thought of that is is awful. And honestly. I've enjoyed the releases on HBO Max. I watched Godzilla vs. Kong. I wouldn't well, have seen that there. Oh,
2: we're almost. Uh, my kids are having to catch up. They're getting caught up on the uh, the Godzilla and the uh, Kong movies. All I'll say nice. is that they fight. Oh, I know. Here, yeah. did, did, did you did you see the Have you seen the uh, um, honest trailers for it? No, right. no, are did, they good? God. Okay, so it, it spoils a lot, but um, but uh, at the end they go they they flash back to. 2016 when they did an honest trailer when they said hey you guys you own godzilla and kong and another one which i'm not going to mention which is the third one you own these three series why don't you have a a mashup of all of them come on do it and so they called out what exactly happened so that's i wonder if hilarious. they actually took that idea from the honest trailers
0: that's hilarious i i was- i look at those movies as they're exactly what you think they're gonna be You know, yes, it's just pure like it's like Pacific Rim, you know, you know what you're getting when you watch these movies. You're like Pacific Rim. It's like, oh, giant robots are smashing monsters. It's like, yeah, right. That's exact. Don't look for character development. Don't look for an amazing story. It's like, you know what you came here for. You came here to watch these things. You're probably not going
1: to walk away with some deep understanding of, of, you know, existential meaning of life you're going to walk away like that was badass.
0: I've always just, you know, and I've made this argument a lots of times. It's like these movies that the tough thing is that they're like, well, we can't unfortunately just have these things fighting for 2 hours. So, we have to intercut it with human stuff. I'm like, I don't give a shit about what's going on with these humans. I don't care. Their story right. means nothing to me. It's kind of like watching the Hulk, a standalone Hulk movie, you're like, hey, just be the Hulk, man. Don't talk about how you don't want to be the Hulk, because we want to see you be the Hulk and smash stuff. So he's like, but I don't want to. It's like, no, we want to. So he works better as a side character where it's like, yay, it's time for the Hulk to come out. <laughs> Same thing with this. It's like, I don't care what you got going on in your life, human. Like, show, me, show me these big monsters. I want to see them punch each other.
1: <laughs> so what you're saying is take that, cut it down to 15 minutes, and then we got another really good short film. I mean, well, they, prob- they probably they have
2: more fighting than 15 minutes, I bet you.
1: Oh, very much. Yeah. <laughs> Very much. If you combined all the times they uh, they go toe to toe,
0: yeah, I think it's it's more than fifteen. Mm-hmm. I bet we'd be surprised. The entire,
1: though. Th- the entire third act is just them fighting, It's probably
0: less than we think. I bet. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I bet.
1: It's not like it's not like football.
2: where you're watching a football game. <laughs> you actually you, you take the you take two three hours of football <laughs> and it comes down to fifteen minutes. <laughs> That's all he really
0: played? My brother used to do that. He goes, I usually start watching a, a game at halftime. Like, when because it, it's halftime, because I just start fast-forwarding through everything. I zoom yep. up to the next play, zoom up to the next play, you know, cut through commercials. I'm like, hey, by, by the end of it, I've caught up. I'm like, that's ah, actually a pretty,
1: pretty good way to go about it. <laughs> that is pretty smart, I got to yeah. admit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm for me with with dune i uh this has this has definitely made like the idea of releasing a day and date on hbo max i am very interested in seeing what this was it's not one that i probably would have gone and sought out in the theater so i'm very much like you were saying rob i i am one of those people in that camp that would is definitely if it if it drops on hbo max day it drops i'm watching it like I'm yeah. i'm excited for it but i probably wouldn't venture out i don't have that deep of a love for the source material to venture out to the theater at this point you know yeah i mean i'm gonna go watch the mortal Kombat movie when it comes out i mean because it's there you know like i think it's gonna be
0: bad but i'm gonna watch it <laughs> right I, were, I sure as i wouldn't go to the theater so you've been like well it's right there in hbo max maybe you'll make a good yeah. podcast episode who knows
2: <laughs> there's some movies that you know just aren't going to be the greatest but you want to watch them yeah and yeah you just got to get them in there
0: yeah let me ask it, you this it, rob Let's say Dune comes out and you just hear empirically across the border like this isn't a good movie. Are you still gonna go see it?
2: Of course.
1: I did that with The Dark <laughs> yeah. Tower. Without hesitation. Yeah. Yeah,
2: without yeah, without because I I don't believe movie critics and I don't, you know. And there's some I mean, there's some movies that I, I really have liked that people have just trashed, and others that I was like, Yeah, I don't see it. I don't get it. Yeah. So Yeah,
0: yeah I did that with The Dark Tower. I knew it was gonna be bad, but I was like, I've gotta see this. I love you. Got, yeah. I love those books so much. I was like, Idris Elba Roland. I'm like, amazing. Matthew McConaughey's the man in black. Amazing. But boy, was it a bad movie? I was like, <sighs> I actually went to the theater and everything. I was like, man,
1: it's not good. And
0: Justin, so you watched that on TBS those- or something, those- didn't you?
1: Say, <laughs> so you both said something. What was, what was, what Rob, what'd you say?
2: I was, I was trying to remember what the re- the worst movie that I've seen recently would have been. Um... It's a great question. Yeah, uh, you know, I'd have to say it's the most recent Wonder Woman.
0: Actually, I literally just that popped in my head right before you yeah. said that. I was it was probably Wonder yeah. Woman '84. That one was was rough. My daughter actually yeah. saw that the other day. She goes, "Dad, can we watch it?" I go, "No."
2: <laughs> yeah, no. Well, watch it's the just,
0: original. We'll watch the first one. I'll Not on that one.
2: Yeah, that, there's something about it just just came off wrong. I yeah. don't know what it was.
0: It was uh, it was it was not not good. It was not good, and uh, yeah, Hold it, it wouldn't there.
2: have even been good in '84.
1: Well played. The Amazing. worst movie I've seen recently was one, Doug, to your thing, was on uh was on TBS. And I don't know why I'm oh Hitman's Run. Eric Roberts, nineteen ninety nine. Uh if again, I'll say I cannot recommend this movie enough. If you've never seen it, please go seek out Hitman's Run. It is uh so beautifully locked in a time capsule.
2: Eric Roberts, his fame
1: claim to fame is his his sister yeah right exactly yes yeah
0: that I mean I don't know is he trying to rack up the most credits in movies ever because I mean he's he's got to be close I mean that he's guy working is, on it. his IMDB yeah. is stacked of but credits one
2: time one time I'd like to see him as a bad guy just once well, you didn't like him in the Dark Knight, you know? Oh, no, I'm just saying he's a bad guy. <laughs> that's fair.
0: Yeah, he's yeah. There, that's actually a fair point.
1: There was one. Uh, there was one Eric Roberts movie that I saw recently, and uh, I can't remember where it was, but I think it was probably the best one I've ever seen. And if I'm remembering the title correctly, Welcome to
0: the Throwdown. Well done, Justin. Well done. Thank you. My segues are unrivaled. They are unrivaled. Except by me. So... Woo! We got a good one this week. I'm excited. I'm excited to see uh, how Rob feels about this. So Justin, play the music. This week's throwdown is... The Tick! Versus
1: Freakazoid. So... Those of you who don't know, uh, who have not followed Rob closely over the last couple of years... Um... <laughs> he is a Ooh. massive massive tick fan yes massive tick fan um you said uh when we were corresponding you said that you have uh I have most first...
2: of of the comics yeah first first releases I've got like three left to go
1: that's like, awesome that's
2: dedication I love it's that. tough I mean, you know, it's tough though every time you go to like a comic con or that you have to go find a tick six you get, you have to always remember to write down the episode the the uh the ones you don't have right uh, and bring with you um because i've there's been multiple times i've bought and i work my way from like fourth print to third print the second you know oh, as wow. you go along yeah
0: but, that's amazing uh,
2: i'm almost there <laughs> I, I don't know maybe someday i'll find them so, so well, when would, the comic cons open up again it gives me something to do when you go to comic con stop thing hey, where's your chick stuff
0: <laughs> like right this way sir um
2: so sure I, you, they open a they
1: open uh, a and, open and,
2: and if people don't know the tick and they only know it from the live action TV, you know, then I have to say which live action do you know it from? Right. Patrick Walburton or the uh, Amazon Prime. And then, you know, from there, those are two different storylines with different villains. Um, and then you go to the cartoon, which is one of the greatest cartoons of all time. And that's a different storyline than the comics.
0: Oh my so gosh! The comics,
2: you know, it, it, his origins has kind of changed, and it, who's who the villains are. Like you don't see okay. El Cid and uh, um, Chairface Chippendale
1: in, <laughs> in the live stuff. So th- that's interesting. So because I, I was gonna say, like, do they just retread the same? For each one of these, each of these iterations of the, of the, sh- like, uh, the tick being on cartoon and then the first live action, second live action, they're not just retreading the same, like Spider-Man films. They're not showing you the same origin story over and over again.
2: No, I mean, they completely changed the origin story. Like in the comics uh, the, the cartoons, he kind of wins a battle to, um, uh, to, uh, be the, the protector of Reno. Right. And, and so that's kind of how he gets it. You know, he goes to this convention and he, that he's picked. Um, but in the comic book, he kind of has a mental breakdown and goes into an insane asylum and then gets out of the insane asylum and gets a divorce from his wife. And it's just, so it's a little bit more dark,
0: very but, different uh, origin stories.
1: How, I guess, how do they school me on the tick real quick? How do they uh, uh, justify his, the superhuman abilities is was that just naturally boring? They, they,
2: they, never, they never really justify it. It's that's just that he's got nigh and vulnerability yeah. and super strength. That's really it. I mean that you know, when you when you go and then you got Arthur, and Arthur's mm. been there throughout, so he's always and there's always been the tick in Arthur. Yeah. And 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 so that's about the only constant in there.
0: It's amazing. I mean, I
2: it, early on, the the villain was like man eating cow <laughs> in the comics. <laughs> <laughs> so, being uh,
0: the, yeah. the foremost expert in the tick, what? So, you said he's nigh invulnerable. Nigh
2: invulnerable. You can't kill. So, so here, when you said we're going to have a throwdown and who is going to, you know, battle to the death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate to say that, I, I don't have to do any research on who he's going to fight because it's going to wind up a draw okay he's not gonna kill anybody. Okay, he kill him. He will say to them, What you know, when the when the villain is trying to kill him, he'd be like, Ooh, we have mommy issues here. Someone's not feeling well. <laughs> Did we wake up on the wrong side of bed today? You know, he's gonna he's gonna try to talk to them. You you need to be not so aggressive.
0: That's you amazing. Know? He's like not only a superhero, but also a licensed therapist. I love it. You know, he breaks well, it he, down.
2: He doesn't get angry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he doesn't he's he's kind of simple minded. He, he's like Lenny in Of Mice and...
0: <laughs> that's right, because they do mention that he's
1: like... Uh, he's not very intelligent. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> I love that comparison, though. Um, okay, so that's interesting, though, that he has a very strict code, it would seem. Couldn't see him killing somebody. Fighting to the death? No.
2: Okay, he no. might let them bludgeon him in the head over and over and over until they exhausted. And, you know, but I just...
0: So there's they absolutely no him way him. To, to kill him. Like he's completely like you can drown him or something like that. Nigh vulnerable. You can't okay. kill him. And right. he's not
2: going to kill anybody. Okay. So you, you have this. Now, you know, you, the other people would try. They've tried. Yeah.
1: So I feel like what would happen then is that the freakazoid is who we have him up against. And Doug, give us the tale of the tape on freakazoid here.
0: So Freakazoid is, uh, he was born on Christmas Day, there we go, that's the the thing we need to know. Um, no, his powers, he's, uh, super intellect, so he has all the knowledge of the internet because of the ever-increasing knowledge gathered there, it leaves him mentally insane. Uh, superhuman strength, so, uh, superhuman speed, he can move at light speed. Uh, I love this example, for example, when he once crossed the globe in mere moments to yell at a Tibetan monk for raking too loudly, so that's pretty cool. Uh, cartoon physics, he can impart the laws of physics in absurd ways, uh, to a level that even rivals those of Animaniacs, fourth wall awareness, and telekinesis. So, a lot of interesting, uh, I'll thank you, Jared says, I would make a great tick. Thanks, buddy. I don't know what that's supposed to mean, if I'm dumb, or if I'm nigh invulnerable, but I'll take it, thank you.
1: <laughs> so I would say that uh again and, and our producer pointed this out as we were talking about it last night Freakazoid has all the knowledge on the internet uh circa 1995. So that's not saying a <laughs> circa 1995.
2: Oh. Okay. Well that's when that- he came
1: out. So I yeah. have to assume that that's where his knowledge is. Uh so if you he know, doesn't I, Google things, he altavistism Exactly. Exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs>
1: exactly. So uh I guess if the tick is nine vulnerable And he wouldn't kill Freakazoid. I feel like he would do exactly what we said. And Freakazoid would just basically run himself ragged until he either dropped dead himself or just kind of threw his hands up and walked away because he was upset by, you know, a Tibetan monk raking again or something. So I feel like, I feel like the tick would just pull a parent move and let him tire himself out. Yeah. Yeah. I was like,
0: could could freaking Story throw him into space or something? Like he's, he's
2: been in space before. <laughs>
0: I love it. <laughs> yep. He's fine. He likes it there. You know, he likes to explore. It.
2: In the cartoon, cartoon uh, one of the seasons, in there he 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 got knocked up into space. He was floating around down <laughs> the earth. Just cracking,
1: yeah. cracking wise.
0: I've got I've got nothing else here. Like I was like, there's there's no possibility. He's he's nigh invulnerable. He, he, he-
1: he won't kill. He just mm-hmm. won't kill. He just yeah. won't do
2: it. You know, he'll he'll defend, yeah. he'll defend, and he'll he'll punch and he'll smash, but he doesn't he's not evil and he's he's um he's you know like Steve Rogers. You know, they married. said
0: Superman doesn't kill, but by golly, we saw him kill in Man of Steel. So I mean anything's possible, Rob. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but after <laughs> not after that one time. <laughs> and then the time after that. Uh, so I, I I honestly think that this one is where Tick just is the most patient of patient individuals and just lets Freakazoid run himself because Freakazoid, it doesn't say that he is invulnerable or invincible or immortal or anything like that. So nope. absolutely, he runs around until his heart explodes.
0: Or it's just that the the Tick, just he basically he wears him down and, and he either just <laughs> flies off because Freakazoid's so frustrated he flies off and just leaves the Tick alone, in which case the Tick wins right
2: and if he had a heart attack the tick would give him
1: cpr <laughs> i love it <laughs> so we have to uh without any shadow of a doubt we're calling this tick free
0: i'm so glad we had rob here to give us the lowdown on this because i, I these are things i just he answered all my questions it was perfect mm-hmm. Rob, I love it. This was so much fun. Thank you so much for hanging out with us uh, for this episode. Um, this is the part of the show where we just like to, you know, uh, if there's anything you've got going on, anything you want to promote, recommend, particularly recommend if there's a TV show, movie, book, uh, a
1: podcast,
0: a podcast, anything like, like that uh, that you uh, have going on. I'll uh,
2: recommend uh, Doug. I'll recommend a podcast to you if you haven't watched, listened to it yet. Revolutions
0: i've started listening to that actually i did yes it's fascinating so thank you yes if you haven't heard it essentially it uh breaks down some of the uh most prolific revolutions uh in our history and, and it's and when phenomenal you get to
2: the haitian revolution Ooh. you're gonna think why did they not teach us this in school right you're, you I get to, that. that you know he get to the, when you got to the haitian revolution i went where was this in my social studies class why did we not learn anything about this
0: well I, I often wonder if maybe history teachers just assign podcasts now because mm-hmm. it's so funny how I became interested in this stuff at this stage in my life I'm like huh you know what I haven't thought about in a while World War one, and then I'm like is there a podcast on that you betcha Ooh, and yeah. they break it down for you it's like huh how did Stalin you know become Stalin good news listen to the dictators they tell you all about it in three episodes it's phenomenal that's a great recommendation Anything else? Anything else? To- uh,
2: if you have an iPhone or an iPad, you care about that. Check out today in iOS. That's my other podcast. Um, I'd Take a month off because my house got flooded. But Ooh. other than that, uh, I'll have a new episode out on the twentieth uh, when after Apple's going to have an announcement next next Tuesday. That's awesome!
0: Exciting. So, okay. uh, yeah,
2: yeah. Now, if you have if you're an Android fanboy, you will hate the show. Do not even listen. It's not for you.
1: <laughs> it's for a very not specific. Not listener and it's not for you
0: androids
2: yeah it's for the Uh,
1: ios fanboys if you do have an android specifically samsung you can uh there's a new integral uh they're doing a new native uh app now right that's what this is all about i am gonna have
2: this podcast we're gonna get you in there
1: oh thank you that's awesome just
2: email me after the show remind me and i'll I'll
1: turn it on destination for you guys you got it that's thank you that's so cool wonderful
0: um justin what do you got to recommend this week
1: uh i'm gonna recommend falcon and the winter soldier liking it a lot so far um very different than WandaVision, obviously. Uh, you kind of know what you're getting. It's espionage, spy, thriller, action, but it is—it's uh, really good so far. So I'd say check that out on Disney Plus. What do you got? Uh,
0: I recommended uh, the band uh, Sunrise Skater Kids uh, a couple weeks ago. The singer-songwriter for that, Jared Alange, also has another project called Canadian Softball, and uh, he's essentially the Weird Al Yankovic of pop punk and emo. Uh, and he has this album called "Awkward and Depressed," and it's phenomenal. Uh, he he incorporates a couple of songs here and there about Star Wars. One of them was called "Rilo Ken," and it was written from the perspective of Kylo Ren and how he, it's one of the catchiest uh, courses you're ever going to hear. And it's about basically Kylo Ren dealing with Episode Seven. And then he has another one that uses the dialogue from the opera scene in Episode Three. Where Palpatine is explaining to Anakin about Darth Plagueis the Wise, and he makes like an emo song out of it using the the literal dialogue. It's phenomenal. It's incredible. Um, so the uh, Canadian softball called the album "Awkward and Depressed." Very good. I highly recommend it speaking of other recommendations don't forget to follow mindgap on all social medias at mindgap podcast uh be sure to check out our youtube channel where we post post our full episodes there as well as highlights from the shows and our streams and don't forget to like and follow us on twitch twitch twitch.tv slash mindgap podcast we live stream our episodes every tuesdays and saturdays at 8 p.m central time so come hang out with us there and justin also exists digitally as well
1: That's true on Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Verbal, Podbean, all the places that you can find and consume the podcast. Give us a share, a like, subscribe, rate, review, all those things. The big one is sharing because it's caring. Copy the link, send it out and let people know they should listen to us. It would mean the world to us. And then 2East8th.com slash MindGap. And then just keep an eye on Two East Eighth's social stuff because we uh, we got some good stuff coming up. Just hired a new salesperson, which is going to be awesome. Hopefully that'll that'll get us some more uh, gigs so we can do some more fun narrative stuff and keep you all entertained
0: nice that's so exciting so once again
2: rob, and if, you,
1: if you have a video you need done <laughs> let us know <laughs> oh, and if anyone wants
2: to become a podcaster email me rob at libson.com rob as in robert rob at libson.com i can help get you started as a
0: podcast seriously like just email rob yes just talking to you about this if if hopefully you get inspired to do it because rob's advice that just just do it honestly like don't worry about it just do it for fun make sure you're enjoying it because that's also very important. If you're not enjoying but it, don't do it. Prep.
1: Because we told you to do it, but do it because you want yeah, do it. Yeah, don't and exactly.
0: don't
2: do a true crime podcast unless you're making fun of true crime podcasts. In which case, <laughs> any then any you're cool. <laughs> Everything else, every other subject, go for it.
0: No more true crime. Full up. No more. <laughs>
2: Good <Lord>. No more.
0: <laughs> well, with that being said, Rob, thanks so much for hanging out with us. This was an absolute delight.
2: Doug, Justin, thank you, gentlemen, so much for having me on the show.
1: Thank you, sir.
0: This was excellent. And uh Justin, to you, I say thank you. Douglas, many thanks to you.
2: And to our Twitch, uh, thank you. Listeners, thank you. And you all have a
0: dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.